Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse on Real Talk 93.3 FM, Tallahassee's Real Talk Station, and I am Patty. It's a real estate radio show. We podcast it out on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Castbox, Pot, Pot, something. I, I just heart. got we got iHeart, but I just got it. We're on something else. There's so many podcast platforms coming up. We are where so we are yeah. where you are. If you just put in Patty with a Y apostrophe S and Playhouse, not only will you get those special mm. websites, but you're going to get this podcast. Yeah, you'll probably and get we those mean too. Special. There's a daycare too, Patty's Playhouse daycare. But you'll it'll be it'll okay. be special not, when you. That's just not as special. <laughs> not as special. I hope not. No. If, if it is, we have a huge. No, problem. no, no. But yeah, put it in on Facebook. It'll get cleaner for you. <laughs> <laughs> saying all debatable saturday morning at 11 yay so we're going to talk about appraising today huh. i haven't talked about it in a while and it is my favorite topic because i think it challenges the brains of the average person the most to understand like why we don't use price per square foot and why we look at houses the way we do and why people under people don't understand why they want they want to look at it as the homeowner looks at it instead of how the appraiser looks at it. Yeah, somebody asked me the other day, "Was I the appraiser?" And I said, "No, I'm just the judgmental one." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm I'm too much of a stickler for pretty. That's Scott. I'm here, Scott Coward. Pretty's good. Pretty is always good. Pretty is important, but you got to have the basics. 
bank doesn't care as much about pretty. You got to have the basics. Got to have the basics ready to go. So we're going to talk about the repair requirements that most lenders want. We're going to talk about the range, the price range that appraisers look at, why they have to have what they have to have. I mean, sometimes we'll get orders that are like 20 pages long from the bank. And most of it's boilerplate stuff. It's the same for every appraisal. But some of it is once in a while we'll get, you must have a picture of the garage. Okay. So I take a picture of every room because I don't want to read 20 pages if anyone's known me for more than five minutes. I don't like anything three lines longer. I really don't. I have it read to me and talk to text. I have it read to me by Siri. Siri reads my email. So inside the garage. Inside the garage, someone will ask for that. Mm-hmm. They'll ask for a back view. So away from the house, a front view towards the house, a front view away from the house looking across the street, both directions of the uh, street scenes. Makes sense. Street sign, house number. So when I go to a property, let's pretend I'm just walking up to a house. Hey, I'm Patty Wilson. I'm a property appraiser. They're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. And you're not supposed <laughs> to. Usually I go, hi, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. So the bank hired me. Come look at your house. And then I walk up. Before I even walk on their property, I take the street scenes and stuff because I don't know if that makes people nervous. And then I go introduce myself. And then I walk back out and take a look at the house. Ask them again how many bed and bath are in the home. And people are like, why don't you know that? Well, because Leon County Property Appraiser doesn't post it. And even if it is, I have to verify. verify. Everything we do, every line of the appraisal, which is like 34 pages long, must be verified. I either have to call the realtor that uh, listed it, realtor that sold it, the county. I have to have two sources for everything I write. So I just can't say Mr. Owner says it's this because Mr. Owner could be using a closet as a bedroom in New York City, and it's not. It's a closet. So we look at all that. But I want his information because I'm going to write that down and then put it in the appraisal. So if it's if there is a disconnect or what I say is different than his, I've at least acknowledged that I heard it from him. So that's what the appraiser does. So they go and give a, like, a good purview of the house, and then we go back home or where our office is, and then we compare that house to everything else. Really, it's comparing everything else to that house. That house stays the same. It's the constant. Right. So it's the thing that doesn't move. We want to know what else sold in relationship to the, we call it the subject, to the subject. So even when I list a home, I sometimes call it the subject because that's what I know. I was an appraiser first. It's RD6627. I was an appraiser before I sold homes for a while. So that's what I know. And my my son's buying a home here in Tallahassee. And I went to that house. He'd lived in it. He'd been a tenant in the home. So he was buying it from out of town. He's going to buy it um, with our lender, guaranteed rate. And I went with Jesse Peacock, the home inspector. And I'd never really anything but drop him off, pick him up, go say hi to him. I've never been in the house. I still haven't been in the house. And Jesse Peacock from Peacock um, Home Inspections, well, we walked around it, and I was like, this has to be fixed. This has to be fixed because it's VA. So the VA, this is what the VA is going to look at. So right. later on in the show, we're going to talk about VA cues, what the VA appraisers must have, what FHA must have. Conventional is a little bit w- more willy-nilly, but if you're going to use a bank, like a Bank of America, SunTrust, USAA, Navy Federal, more strict 
organizations, then they're going to have more strict conditions. That makes if sense. we're using a mortgage lender like a guaranteed rate, um, Loan Depot, they may not have as many, oh, we call them overlays, of what the house must be conditioned. But that's what the appraiser has to know. And it, it can be very intimidating for the homeowner when we're going through asking about cracks and they're like, should I tell her the truth or shouldn't I tell you? You should tell the truth. Because if not, if if I don't say something, it's going to go through the management company. So it goes through that layer. Management company is generally who hires the appraiser. And it's going to go to the bank and the bank underwriter. Well, if they see things that I'm not picking up even in my photo because they're zooming in, it's going to get called out and they're going to ask for clarification. So you, you just have to do it. You just have to tell them the truth or switch banks. Well, it also becomes real clear to those of us who actually do a number of transactions a year how important it is when you accept an actual offer that is FHA and VA, different and apart from a conventional, because the things you will have to do or have to abide by are different than a conventional or cash. It's such a great point. It is really and a great point. If you have point. a part-time agent, many don't know. They just look at it as a financing source. But that's really that not... That sigh was intentional. Cue <laughs> sigh. That was a... Mm. Because it's important. So my friend Deborah, I talk about her often on the show. She lives in Clearwater. She's a very experienced, very seasoned agent. She got an offer, side note, the other day. on a, It's in the mainlands. It's a, it's a condo house. So the houses are condoed. You can condo a car. You can condo anything you want. So the house is condoed, and the realtor knew, told, brand new, told the buyer that uh, all utilities were included in the condo fees, and they weren't. Okay, well, that's just So it's canceled. So if you're taking that offer, which never would have occurred to Deborah to even verify, like, how would that even come up? Like, well, these people will never be able to buy a home if they think their electric bill and water just... is going to be. Water sometimes is, but electric? Yeah. So she's not, yeah, they're not buying that house. So that takes the house back off the market, which costs everybody money. Right, I mean. So it's really important that everyone's making the same money I'm making. You should know as much or as close to as much as I do. That's why Scott and I, we work really close together because he wanted to know everything that he could know so that he didn't make those mistakes in advance, well, right? I don't, I don't, yeah, I mean, who who does? I mean, some people... Nobody wants to make the mistakes. You kind of do, but you have to be willing. He's he's very learning-based. He wants to learn. He wants to be there and be prepped and be ready to go. And what does that house look like? Can I do it this way? Can I not do it that way? A lot of agents knew, do not... They don't, they don't think they have to know. They just think it's going to go their way, and yeah, it's not. It's not the way it works. And you can kind of look statistically... Back in time, in the last six months, as this big influx of realtors came through, how many back on market, back on market, back on market? You're like, oh, I wonder. You're not like, we don't know because it's confidential, but I always wonder. I always wonder. Yeah. So back to appraising. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to commonly ask questions, questions you if you're looking to refinance, which is a great time. It's like three and a half percent. I'm not a mortgage broker, um, but call your mortgage broker and ask. All of those rates that are fantastic and programs that are fantastic, it is a good time to refi if you've had it. And buy. I sold a home uh, 10 months ago. They did a 203K. She is refinancing with her uh, regular bank at 3.5%, saving her like 400 a month. Nice. In like a year. 
I mean, that. plus she had all the the upgrades, so that'll help her a lot too. But she'll she won't have PMI. Yeah, nice. But she had to refinance to get out of the PMI. Correct. So she wasn't seasoned long enough for to remove it. So just talk to your preferred lender. If you have any questions about that, our number is 850-656-0009. Again, I'm Patty Wilson, and this is Patty's Playhouse. So we, we're going to talk about appraising. So does your home need repairs? Probably yes. You just don't know what they are. So we're going to go over that list on the other side of this break, and we'll talk about the repairs, and we're going to talk about FHA, VA, conventional, and how they look at your house. So you can be more prepared. Patty Wilson, stick with us. I don't even want to start. I picked such good music. That's a great song. Mo Diana. Money. What is that? Mo Money, Mo. Yeah, but it's got Diana Ross, the backdrop in it. So, Sarah, Sarah, producer, you have homework. You said your homework's done. It's not. You have to go back and listen to our Spotify playlist. Moreover, you just need to check out who Donna Summer is. <laughs> she doesn't I mean, know who Donna Summer is. That's a... That's a why. I gotta talk to your mom. I know. Teach her a lesson. For like, real? am I older than your mom? How old's your mom? She's fifty-four. Okay, she's my age, basically. So, what music did you listen to growing up? She was like big into rock music. Okay, so define rock: was, heavy like, metal, Journey, yeah, like, Aerosmith, yeah, all classic those, rock, or like yeah, like Led Zeppelin too. Oh, fair play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. but she would know Donna Summer. She oh, would know. for sure, probably. Yeah, you need to go listen to it. It's Patty's Playhouse Season 3 on Spotify. Okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> she seems really thrilled. <laughs> I'll give it a listen. I know, but Donna Summer is somebody like... Bad girl? That should, go, that should cross girl? decades. I mean... So all the music today is the theme is money. Money, hmm. money, money. Ed Sheeran. Make it rain. Donna Summer. That's what appraisals are for. People buy real estate and want it to go up in value so they make money so they can buy a car, a boat, or whatever you're going to buy with. Pay off debt. Use it as an ATM machine because that always works out for everybody. <laughs> so I was looking through iTunes and I was thinking, does anyone... I was looking for show ideas, being completely real. I was looking for show ideas. I was like, I'll steal other people's show ideas. There is no show like ours where we have a show for the homeowner. Everything is about flipping, investing, wholesaling. Really, that's it. Or coaching realtors. Hmm. Ours is the only one that I could find on iTunes whole. I put in house, home, um, real estate, realtor. Everything else was very directed to the um, the investor. We're a smorgasbord. The land, yeah, the land owner, the landlord. That's the person. Um, wholesaling is a big podcast things so ours is really directed to the homeowner so i need to tweak my verbiage in my itunes so that people can see this is really a homeowner directed podcast because hmm. everything really is it's about last week we had 
Terry Womble on, talk about WDO, and we've had financing on. We have Painters. Ben Graybar is going to come on in two weeks. He's with uh, Hancock Whitney. He's going to talk about commercial loans because you need a business and you've got to survive. Just community-based. So I thought that was interesting. I couldn't find anything to, to poach <laughs> as far as ideas. So I was like, what do I know best? Appraising. We haven't done it in quite a few months. So what do we look at first? We look at location. Everything's location. 32312. Um, I go by zip codes. We're not allowed USPAP, which is our uh, guidelines that we use as appraisers. We're not allowed to look by price range. So I can't like specifically say, oh, this house is 300 to 500, not allowed. So I go by first zip code, and then I go by school zones, and then I go by major thoroughfares. So if I'm looking in the northeast of Tallahassee, 32312, up Thomasville Road, Childs versus Leon, like High Grove neighborhood is in Leon, but everything above that is in Childs. So that makes a difference where the kids go to school because schools drive price sure. point. They just do. So we look at location because I have to tell people why I went outside of where I went. Um, then I look at the exterior, the size of the lot. I try not to compare like a bull run point zero lot line like the new canopies and compare it to a Clarence Estates lot. It's not the same function. It's all about good. functionality. Septic and sewer, we don't compare the two unless I absolutely have to, and then I'll only be one if I have to. Um, so I'd use one septic when everything else is sewer because that's incidental. I can I can adjust it out. Um, what about Talquin versus the city of Tallahassee? Well, that is different because a lot of, uh, like, say, Clorn Lakes, that very large subdivision right. in the northeast, will have city gas, but mm-hmm. Talquin water, it doesn't really play. Okay. But the septic does because in Clorn yeah. Lakes Unit 1, if your septic fails, you're obligated to tie in to sewer. So if I'm using a Unit 1, which is the front end closer to Thomasville Road or going back further to uh Bullhead mine was on leafwood it was yeah. it, it actually had city yeah then that's very different it's going to be a very different i, I have to adjust for if this fails i'm going to have to add that 10 to twelve thousand dollars in for the repair because it's going to be required to have it comped to have it uh tied into the sewer hmm. so fha that's one thing they want to know if you're on a septic i have to answer it is there sewer that it's tied into because they will not loan on a septic if sewer is available they don't like it. Well, they Even if it's in working order. So it's not Patty saying this. It's no, FHA I mean, saying that. One would think that from their perspective that FHA, you're putting little to no money down. Therefore, if you don't have the money to go in to something with a 10%, 20%, even 5% these days, mm-hmm. um, how would you have the money to fix something of such consequence? And it is a big consequence. It is large. So the condition of the exterior really is such a big difference because it's the cost. It's the cost to fix the things on the exterior. If you have a fence and the fence gate is down, you're probably, if it's FHA or VA, you may have to get it fixed. If you have a garage door and the garage door is not working, you're probably going to have to get it to be, uh, if you have the garage door opener. If you don't have a garage door opener, it doesn't matter. But if you have a garage door opener, it has to work. So what is existing on the site has to be in working order. If you have a a fan over your stove and it doesn't work, get it out. If you're trying to get a loan, trying to get a mortgage, if you're trying to sell your house, just take it out. There's no rule that says there has to be a vent fan over your stove. Just take it out. 
But if there is one there, it needs to work. It needs to work. And that's really how it works. The bathroom, we have to turn for FHA. We'll go over that. But it's, so it's going to be the home improvements. If you've made any improvements in the last 15 years, if you've owned it for 15 to 20 years and you've made those improvements, the appraiser is going to need a list of what you made and the approximate cost. If you've done it yourself and we just need the, co- the cost of what you did, because if it's gone up in price a lot, like I just sold a home, um, it was a flip and it had been like the nine month rule or the three month rule. It wasn't nine months. It was three months. They had to do two appraisals because it was literally hundred percent in value because mm. they bought it so cheap. Mm. They had to do so, so much. So we had to have two appraisals for that. Um, so any home improvements you've done in one to five, five to 10, 10 to 15 years, we need to know because the bank wants to know, like, how did you get this gross value? How did gross not as in bad, but gross, how did this amount like come out so big? We have to prove all of that. And I can't prove it with my, you know, intuition. Can't do that. Extras and additions. Unfortunately, we're not the permit police as appraisers, but I have to tell them if it was permitted or not. And then it's up for them. I just disclose it. It's up for them to decide what they want to do with it. Because if I if I say it's been done in a workmanlike manner, meaning professional, not DIY, they're not going to care. If I say it looks DIY... Whether it's professional or not, they're going to care. So a lot of people will enclose their garages and make a family room out of it. But if you're still stepping down one or two and I can still see the garage door on the inside, that's not a workmanlike manner and that's not a living space. That's just an enclosed porch now. Now you've lost the benefit of the garage and as you a, have a porch, which a is gener- worthless. As a general rule, that does not work not only from the appraisal perspective, but it doesn't work from an aesthetic perspective either it just like when i it's true like i don't go into any session with someone with regards to the appraised value i typically am going into it knowing what things sell for in the neighborhood and knowing that i can typically make something at the higher end of anything so in doing so i'm never going to recommend something that's going to come into question yeah like leaving that garage door perspective and, and it does make a difference in some neighborhoods. The garage door is required to be to remain. Right. Well, Clarn Lakes is one. Weems is another. A lot of the newer neighborhoods require that. So they'll put a false wall up and then make it a living space. It's still not a living space. It's a garage it's, with a false wall. It's so interesting because I'm noticing that even in a lot of the listings where they will utilize that square footage, even though it's not heated and cooled. Mm-hmm. But when you're going through, you're going to exclude that. I'm going to not give it really any value. It's going to be a negative. Right, but I'm just saying from a square footage perspective, when you have oh, yeah, to put the square footage out. on there, you're going to say I'm not. 1,500 square foot versus 1,800 square foot. Now, as a realtor, I am because it's my job to market the house. Of course. It's I don't just care. A different perspective. That's different. But I'm going to appraise your house. I'm not including it as Correct. gross living area. I don't care what you think or who, how you threaten me because we get threatened all the time. I don't care. No, you have I mean, nothing on me. Like, what are you going to do? Call the state? Go ahead. Because I mean, they'll look at it and they'll say she was right. I don't understand the threatening part. But isn't the whole idea to protect the bank and the market? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. To yeah, do. but you're telling somebody no and I'm becoming a hindrance. Right. Okay. I mean, appraisers in general are hindrances to what people want to do. And you know people don't like Work that. through the no, people. Work, Work through, through the, the no. <laughs> Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Next, FHA, VA Repairs. This song is for my cousin Ange because she knows I cannot stand Phil Collins and she makes fun of me.
to make my baby smile She hates it when I am over for a thousand miles Away and I'm not there to pick up when she dials Yeah, she's always looking back and saying there was a time When you would be around every single night Now I'm not saying that I want another guy But I need you here for the good times and the bad times Yeah, they're pulling out my hair getting Welcome bad back. times Not just the when I'm in your bed That's Ed, a little ginger Eddie. I didn't know he sang that song like, I thought he only sang, like, wedding beautiful songs. No. I honestly this, this didn't is, know. Is I feel like Sarah right now. Is it? <laughs> At least you know who he is. <laughs> I do know who he is. I do. There's I didn't that. know. No, so going back to Phil Collins, my cousin went to go see Phil Collins in Louisville, mm-hmm. and she knows, like, it's just not my... His, his movie songs just turn me off. Like, his movie theme songs, Phil Collins. Remember back in the day? Yeah, it's songs. repertoires. So FSU lost really bad last week, which we all know. And she sent that song to me. And I was like, you're going to rub it in? You're going to rub it in with Phil Collins? Like, that is just salt. But it worked here in this in my theme for mm. a missed again, the appraisal, yeah. when you miss the value. We don't miss the value. The homeowner misses the value. <laughs> We're not missing value. Well, Which we'll talk about in the last segment. But we don't miss the value. So FHA repair requirements. People don't even realize, like, we have this. It's a massive list. So fencing is one. I took it right off the FHA site. Fencing, if it's broken, leaning, otherwise damaged. So FHA and VA are very similar, and they want it to be health and safety. Cracked window, peeling paint. If the appliances are in the home, they must be working. They can't be. We don't check the washer and dryer, but we do check the faucets, hot water, all the appliances, heat and cool. Everything, even if you're in South Florida, has to have a heat source. If you're going to get a government loan, if you don't want a government loan, then it may not have to have a heat source. But the banks that work with FHA and VA, they both have to have a heat source. It doesn't have to make sense. It's just the rule. Non-permitted additions, FHA doesn't like them. They'll flag them and they want to know if they're in working order. And then it'll be dependent again about the bank, your specific bank. Um, Garages, it's it's just like speaking to me. Garages that provide additional quote-unquote living space. Peeling paint. Peeling paint, it really doesn't matter the age of the home. Before 1978 especially, but after 19... They don't want to see any peeling paint. Damaged rain gutters, unpainted downspouts, which I've never called out, but I can understand if it's pulling on the roof or an issue. Um, Outbuildings that are rotten. We had that. We had to have it demolished. True. We had a demolition guy come in and take out a shed to get it. Exterior doors have to open and close. We have to test all of that. Uncovered junction boxes. With FHA, you have to stick your head. The appraiser has to stick the head in the attic. We have to look and take pictures inside the attic. We don't have to walk through the attic yet. I'm sure it's coming. But we have to do the attic and the crawl space. Plumbing issues. So we have to look at leaks underneath the sink. Uh, We have to check and see, even if it's hot and cold out or the reverse, we have to check the air conditioner, roof. Look, we're not roofers, but we know a bad roof. If you've been around enough, especially in Leon County, you know a bad roof when you see it. And if we don't call it out, the underwriter could call it out. Rot, rotten. Any wood rot, they don't like. Um, sometimes it's n- not really wood rot. It just looks it. So you got to clean your stuff. Clean your stuff before the appraiser comes out. See peeling paint. It's just like Scott's, he uses this example all the time about a car. You're not going to sell your car. With it being with all your like no, Burger King cups no, inside. No, you're going to go have it cleaned up and it's going to look good. Now, if this says missing appliances, uh, they can be reasonably expected. It does not to have to have any appliances in the home. That's absolutely not true. This is this 
is just an article I found. But it, it does say FHA does not have to have appliances. It only has to have a heat source. But washer and dryer is not tested because they're not it's seen personal as... Item. Technically, it's all a personal item except the dishwasher, That's which is kind of supposed to be screwed in. That. Dishwashers are screwed in, so they become a fixture. Right. Everything else is personal. So you'll often see foreclosures sold without any appliances. Often. And in our Very contract, often. it also itemizes the appliances as personal because it isn't a fixture. It's just something that's expected. Uh, what else is this one? Uh, bedrooms that don't meet minimum safety. Ha- so you, it, there's like a, a standard like nine by nine. It, it can't be less than nine by nine. The ceiling height can't be less than, it can't be like seven feet or less. Um, so people like do, do their attic, their bonus room in the attic. And you're like, I, Patty can't walk. I'm five nine. Yeah, that doesn't work. You have to, you have to be able to walk. Basements that have water issues or leaks. We don't have basements generally here. We do have some. Um, VA. Oh, so road access. People don't think about this. They live on those uh, dirt roads mm-hmm. or in the blue stones where it's all private. Is a private road, privately maintained. Well, if you don't have an access agreement, something in writing or an easement, nobody's getting a loan on that because you don't have root. You don't. The bank can't. Brushy Creek. I had that issue. You had to have a. Did you have to do the neighborhood survey? Yep. Because it was a dirt road, but and it was a VA loan. Mm-hmm. Peeling paint's really the biggest thing. Glass, broken stuff, falling down on you. They're just going to call it out. It has to be fixed before you can close. It doesn't mean that they won't lend on it. It just has to be fixed. And then does it affect the value? So we have to look at that and say, say there's cracked windows and some peeling paint, and I am saying, it's I'm estimating it to be $3,000. It could be 5000 but I'm estimating it to be 3000 It's called a cure. So it's the cost of cure. So they are gonna they could hold back $3,000 until it's fixed. They could do it a variety of ways, which is all more complicated than a 44 minute show yeah but the bottom line is if you're selling your house you should know what those things are clean it are like so that you can be prepared and if you are buying you should certainly understand I've, that i've been to hoarders homes and they walk and you walk in bless their hearts it makes me so upset and they're like i didn't have a chance to clean hmm. no you didn't and 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 it becomes a health and safety issue. It's not that the exterior structure, but when you have so much stuff that the ceiling of your garage is dented, it becomes a health and safety issue. Like it could really hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Really? It could, right? So questions to ask your appraiser. What questions would you ask God? I don't think you're allowed to ask questions, are you? You can ask. You can no, ask. No, I mean, I'm, so I thought you said that when the appraiser goes there, there should not be conversation. No, we can't talk about value. Uh, but I, I ask them questions, and I, I do. Now, everybody's going to be different. But when I leave, I let them know, do you have any questions about what I've told you today? Because it's going to go to a management company. And once I turn the appraisal in, I cannot talk to you. You have to go round the rosy. It's my term. Round the rosy and ask your bank, and then call me. So if you have any questions right now, other than value, can I help you? Mm. So, you know, do they want to know how long it's going to take? Um, how many appraisals have I done? How long have I worked for that bank? Some, you know, just tenure kind of questions. Um, what are the things that I look for? People will ask, will this help? Will this not help? It's hard to say because often I haven't even done comparable, which is the homes that I use to compare, comparable home search until after I've seen their house. 
because I've done all that back in the day and I'll do all that work and then go see the house and the county measurements and my measurements are different. So now I have minus I have smaller house or a bigger house and I have to do it all again. So I often like to go see the house, let it sit in my mind, kind of like you do when you go into a house. Mm-hmm. You just kind of let it sit and I got to think about it. I don't have long to think about it. We got to turn these in in 48 hours. So I don't have long whole, to think about the it. The whole purpose of what I do is making sure that not only do I make it feel and look really good um, and be aesthetically pleasing, but that when the appraiser comes, that that is what's in their mind. So that when they're looking at the comparables, which typically nine times out of 10, oh, let's just say 10 out of 10, don't look as good as mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want them to be thinking what an upgraded or elevated home I have in comparison. So I want, I want, I want, the, I want that to be ours the, to be the, bar. the standard. I want that to be the bar. It's for sure, and it really should. No, it should absolutely. I mean, it, it staging sells homes, styling sells it for more. It should, but the appraisers should be impartial. Right. But they should go in and see a pleasant home but they know that looks livable. Right. They know different than anyone else knows when something feels good. So I can ask questions. I just can't. I, they just can't say, "What are you going to list my home at?" Or "What are you going to?" Not list. What are you going to appraise it for? Um, Am I going to get this amount? I really need two hundred. Can I get two hundred? Because then I'm going to probably not deal with this. Because I can be, even if the remote possibility, I can get in trouble, and I'm not getting in trouble for a couple hundred dollar fee. It's just that's why nobody. I'm not doing this. Like somebody said, you you can do my appraisal, Patty. Well, I've known you for a long time, so I'm not doing your appraisal. But you can get a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but I'd like to keep my other hundred dollars, so I'm not doing yours. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I'm very, it's very sweet, but I'm not. I have to disclose that relationship, and I'm just not doing it. I don't want anything that I do to hurt myself, my husband, Scott. I just don't want it to hurt us. So that's when he said, can you, we can absolutely talk to people. We just can't talk about price or value or both. Right? So I'll no longer do that. Ask me about price or value. I I typically don't. I usually come up with a value and then you do as well. And then we we talk about it. I know, but we also finished each other's sentences, which is kind of weird too. There is that. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. We got one more segment. We're going to talk about appraising. Welcome back. Patty Wilson, Patty Playhouse. We're on 93.3 FM. You can listen to us anytime on any podcast platform, iHeart. I like saying that. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, which is a wealth of information. I mean, you can learn just about anything on these podcasts. So you can listen to us anytime on that. You'll learn who Donna Summer is for you sure. You will learn who Donna Summer is. Right, Sarah? Mm. So I wanted to make a little announcement I'm on the board of the Red Cross, so our local American Red Cross. We're having guest bartending, which is like a preview to our canteens and camo in January. 
So that's November 7th from 6 to 8 at Township. So Chris Craft and Les Acres will be serving you drinks at Township. Mm. It'll be fun. So we're I'll, all going to go. All I'll the board the members mountains. are going to go. Hmm? I'll be oh, in you the will that's November 7th? 7th through the 11th. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I'll be at Township. <laughs> I'll have one on you. Well, Township's down in College Town. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? That. that is what she said. So we were talking about appraising today, which I think is important. So there, uh, Governor DeSantis, who's our governor in Florida, is working to uh, reduce the number of hours and number of appraisals it takes to become an appraiser because there's so few appraisers. Well, the reason why there's so few appraisers is, frankly, the banks and the and the public make our lives hell. Right. Well, <laughs> That's really why that. it is. I mean, I get threatened. I get, which I don't care. Like you could see me, you know I don't care. Um, it, it's bad. Like it's bad all, for appraisers. But you appraisers. do all that, and then people complain to other sources, yeah, and it just they becomes, take you to the state it becomes they administratively annoying. Well, it's hard to stay in business. You have to have a big E and O policy, air and emissions policy. You have to renew every two years, and I I think ours is the most expensive renewal. It costs us like six hundred dollars to renew every two years and then you have to have the you know which can be eight hundred dollars and up every year it's inexpensive and then you're making 350 so this is the this i'm not working for a bank right now so i can tell you so the bank orders the appraisal and my friend she's she just had hers done 530 dollars let me tell you that appraiser is not getting 530 dollars the management company which is required thanks to dodd frank which is that between the act, bank and the actual there the management company is getting a portion and the the appraiser is getting maybe 275 300 but they're not getting 530 i don't have a problem with an appraisal cost being 530 but i don't want them to think you know why is it jacked up because there's a management company you know i surveyors get i had a surveyor he tried to he tried to charge somebody 700 dollars for a lot and block i what I called him and he goes, it was a rush. I said, it was cash. The, the, the buyer called them directly. This is another reason to have a realtor. Amen. We were sitting at a closing table. She didn't need the survey for closing. She just wanted to put a fence in. So I completely digress right now, but I'm going to complain. And I said, by the way, because I had never used that appraiser, how much of um, that survey, how much was it? $750. Holy Moses. Myself and the other agent and the title company went, What? He just completely smacked her around and made her lie down and take it. I picked up that phone. It was, it was, it was Good beauty to behold. He didn't take, no, they weren't talking to me. They were going to talk to her. Fine. She's your client. Talk to her. And he reduced it right out. I said, look, That's crazy. that is just, that is just wrong. It's It was double the cost. It wasn't meets and bounds where you're going to find little sticks in the ground. None of that. Well, she wanted it in a week. So you charge double? Did you tell her? So have your realtor call. I've had them done in a week and paid half that. I couldn't believe it. So he, he reduced it, and so I'm not going to give his name, but I couldn't believe what he did. That's obscene. It was just wrong. So They didn't want to talk to me, and all I did was say, I was very nice, I was very polite because I was a room full of people. Why? Why? Now, there is the market. Come on, if your standard is 350 and she's calling you directly, she doesn't know any different, you're taking advantage. You're just taking advantage of somebody. And you're making it sure that the realtors who are in the room will never call you. That's just... 
pound foolish, as I say. It really is. So we had that taken care of. But the appraiser is not getting all of that money. So, But they're doing, you know, you've got to do, like, how many do you got to do? If you want to make $60,000 a year, minus all your costs incurred and your fees and all, I mean, you got to do eight appraisals a week. That's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to do with all of the data that you have to use to support. It's, it is a challenge. Because you got to pay for outside data, not just uh, MLS data. We have to pay for outside data. Listen, you're going to have to pay me more than a couple hundred dollars to get me to take a picture of a crawl space. <laughs> I don't do, especially, I don't do FHA. Especially in the summer. I don't do FHA Not anymore because of that. Now, I mean, they just have to open the, the gate to the crawl. It's still and a hard no. I don't want to be responsible for stuff. I don't want to be responsible for what's coming it, out of there. Over, I don't want to be responsible for getting down there, for sweating. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for any of it. We're not home inspectors. And if you want that out there, call somebody else. That is not my job. My job is to value the house. Whether there's wires hanging, how would I know? Like, I can honestly say I've never been in a cross I can tell you what needs and to be done be. to the outside of your home from the inside. That's, <laughs> no, that's who I We can feel it, though. But you can feel it when you walk <laughs> oh, around I know. the house. I know for sure. I'm just simply saying, like, You're like that's this not, is a challenge. It's not my life. <laughs> this is a challenge. Yeah, Patty doesn't do FHA anymore. And... Mm, VA wants your life, so I'm not doing that. Yeah. They give you like five days to do an appraisal, which you think is a lot of time, but the clock ticks the second you get the order. So if you don't reach somebody for four days, then you still only have to get it back in the day. So people think it's a lot of money, and it's, it's just nothing is a lot of money. It, it's how you use the money. Like, no one's making any more money than the other person. It's just how it's being spent to get it. That's kind of the way I feel about realtors as well. Like, there is this idea that somehow you're going to make money save money by doing for sale by owner or you know um going to a deep discount broker the the reality is that dependent on who you hire and it should be us but the things that we provide are the experience the knowledge and the know-how to get you what you really want which is the best price for your home and or if you're buying it to get you the best price for your home (laughs) <laughs> it is it's simply to know the market and how to get there it's the navigation but even going out to alex's house the one he's buying being able to talk to the homeowner saying all of this needs to be fixed it was peeling paint all of this peeling paint needs to be fixed today so the appraiser doesn't have to come back out saves you money it just saves you money so if you want to save money you can use your cousin to sell your home but just know that if they don't have the experience and know-how it could cost you because you used your cousin correct it just could it could cost cost you a lot it could cost you a lot more because and i had that opportunity to speak with him and say he's not offended he knows it's black and white of it it's a guideline has nothing to do with him being a bad homeowner it's just how it's presented and it has to be done and this is your time frame. So I can hold off getting the appraiser in there. What day can you get it done? Okay, done. And we went back out, came in, price was great, all done. And nobody has any hardship. He could do it in his own time rather than now you have three days to get it done and you didn't know and now you're pissed because no one told you. Which is exactly why people hire me. It is simply the truth. It's, it's to come in the truth. and to navigate through all that beforehand so that we don't get to the aftermath of what and we still be. have homes that need repairs afterwards we That's definitely do because because we are I, going I, in a crawl I, space right i always say that listen aesthetically i can tell you all of this but it all starts with the framework that your house is in 
good condition. And by that, I mean that we don't have any type of structural issues. We don't, you know, I don't know what I don't know, but I do know what I do. And I know that that can look good, but looking good will mean nothing if it's not in the order in which it needs to be. Structurally. Structurally. It won't. It just makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And you have to give yourself time. You can't turn around and say, I'm going to list my home in two weeks. And you got two kids, two dogs. You haven't mowed your lawn. You know, it takes time. You don't know who to call. They've got to come out and give estimates. You got to get it's bids. Just, you got to, you just, it's got to, you got to allow yourself the time to do it in a way that's comfortable and not going to miss the market. So you, to move in February, March, April, May, June, you really should look now. I, have I mean, I want you to I call have me. One that's coming up in January, yeah. but we're starting. We have two. We're starting now. We have two because I'm going to sign paperwork tomorrow. So, so there'll be two in January where you can really go and say, "Look, how can we get this done?" Let's start to chip away at it so that we don't get to that, you know, rush Everybody point where we're missing. Everybody needs a plan. It's just sometimes you don't even know when it's your own house. I think it's like your weight. You don't know where to start. Like, sh- what should I give up? Should I give up sugar or beer? Well. I don't know. So you go to someone else that might know something more than I do to say, Patty, you could have Mick Ultra. Just give up the sugar. I'm like, oh, fair play. I'm good. <laughs> also, it, it takes a lot of the pressure off of the whole idea of it. Yeah, that you have somebody else to sit right. in there and I mean, help invent. It's nice. It's nice. Very nice. Happy weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Go Knowles. Mm, you said that with a <laughs> lackluster. I do. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850 656 0009. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Ooh.